Hello, everybody, and welcome to Wednesday morning, October the 16th in 2019 on here on When I Rise. We are in Year C, Proper 24, the 19th Sunday after Pentecost in the Revised Common Lectionary. And uh, today we're going to talk about one of the Old Testament auxiliary texts for the week, which is Genesis 32, verses 22 through 31. This is where Jacob returns to meet his brother Esau after deceiving him earlier in life. It's kind of a juicy text uh, a lot of drama in this text uh, from the from the early parts of the scripture text. So I'm going to read that passage and I'm going to give some thoughts of reflection over it and then it'll, it'll lead us into a time of prayer this morning. So thanks for being here on When I Rise. Let's all pray together this morning. Genesis 32 verses 22 through 31. That night Jacob got up and took his two wives, his two maidservants, and his eleven sons and crossed the fort at Jabbok. After he had sent them across the stream, he sent all his possessions over too. So Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him till daybreak. When the man saw that he could not overpower him, he touched the socket of Jacob's hip so that his hip was wrenched as he wrestled with the man. The man said, Let me go, for it is daybreak. But Jacob replied, I will not let you go unless you bless me. The man asked him, What is your name? Jacob, he answered. The man said, Your name will no longer be Jacob, but Israel, because you have struggled with God and with men and have overcome. Jacob said, Please tell me your name. But he replied, Why do you ask my name? Then he blessed him there. So Jacob called the place Peniel, saying, It is because I saw God face to face, and yet my life was spared. The sun rose above him as he passed Peniel, And he was limping because of his hip. This is the word of God for us. Let me offer just a couple of points of reflection this morning as we look at this text. There's a good chance that uh, you've read this text before, I've heard a sermon over it before, so it's not worth rehashing all of it. But I think it's important to keep in mind the backstory of Genesis. Genesis is not just... Uh, the formation of the heavens and the earth. It's not just a story of the early days of existence, but it's actually a story of three sets of siblings. If you remember Cain and Abel, Jacob and Esau, and Joseph and his brothers, and they all have strife between each other in each of those stories. And so there's this governing question in the background. Uh, What happens when brothers don't get along with one another? And so you know Jacob's story. Jacob was a twin, but he was second born. And so in this culture, if you're firstborn, you had more of a greater birth inheritance. And so he stole it from his brother Esau. Then he had to leave in order to escape with his life. He goes to Laban, which is his mom's brother's uh, territory and region. He finds a wife. He actually has a couple of wives and some maidservants. And he's raised a family. He's raised some wealth and resources for himself. But it's time for him to leave because he's, he's kind of worn out his welcome in Laban. So as he's going back to his homeland, he knows he's going to meet his brother Esau. Esau once again. And so there's a question in the background. What's going to happen when Jacob and Esau meet each other face to face? And this is a bit of an interlude. This is a, if you looked at the story right before this, uh, Jacob knows that Esau is just around the corner. And so he uh, puts his family and all of his possessions there. And so he goes across uh, the river and he wants to spend some time with God alone before he faces his brother. But I think an important uh, piece of information about this uh, part of his story is simply this. Up to, up to this point, we don't have a lot 
of prayers from Jacob, particularly when he's away in Padam Aram in, his, in Laban's territory. He, there's really no prayer. There's no praise. There's no sense where he's attending to the revelation of God. But he's making himself rich. He's growing a family and uh, perhaps still using his deceptive ways to get ahead. And so it seems like this is a pivot in his story. Almost like God is saying, you've run long enough, boy. Like it's time for you to slow down and to settle down. And so with this interesting story of him wrestling with a man, uh, we suppose it's an angel. Uh, but Jacob confesses at the end of the story that he, has saw God, that he saw God face to face in this encounter. But yet he's, his life was spared. And so he's having this encounter with the heavenly being. And notice that uh, God, in, in the midst of this uh, wrestling match or an angel, whoever he's wrestling with, touches his hip socket so he can no longer run. It's almost like this is the story, the headline of the story. You can't run any longer. It's time for you to limp and to slow down. Uh, I heard somebody preach on this once and they said that Jacob had a Holy Spirit pimp walk for the rest of his life um, after this encounter with an angel. And so this seems to be a change in direction. In the next phase of his life, he's not going to run or scheme or try to get ahead or to compete. But he's going to bow, he's going to kneel, he's going to walk. And in fact, the writer of Hebrews in the New Testament says that he worshiped God at the end of his life, leaning on a staff. Here's a guy who didn't want to need anything from anyone. But the second part of his life, he's learning how to let go and how to life um, happen before him without trying to control it. And I think that this is an important uh, line of thinking for us. I think for some of us, we're experiencing some tremendous transformation and change in our life. Where life used to be this way, there used to be a comfort and an ease. It was easy to succeed. It was easy to build. It was we we're excelling um, in our athletic ability, in our intellect, uh, in our jobs, in our responsibilities. There's, it seems like things are slowing down. It's, it's harder. Uh, we're not able to achieve and build as quickly or as easy as we used to. It's, life is tough. There seems to be extra weight in our progress forward. Uh, but maybe this is God's wisdom in our lives that. It's a message to us that we are no longer uh, just those who can build, uh, but it's time for us to stop building and to enjoy what we've built and to slow down, to stop running, to stop building things and scheming and planning and administrating. But it's time to just be and it's time to dwell and it's time to have relationship and community. So I want to pray for a change of posture for our lives this morning so we can slow down. We can notice what God is up to in our lives. This is an important moment for Jacob because as he faced Esau, he decided to bow low before Esau and to humble himself, to apologize. And Esau embraced him, and they had peace between their families. They had peace between one another. And I think that's a word of wisdom for some of us, that we need to stop trying to compete and excel and to get one over somebody else. But it's time to stop, to let it go. So let's pray that God would change our posture this morning. Lord, this morning as our soul rises up to meet you, we have hearts filled with gratitude. We thank you that you're a God who works in our lives. And we thank you that uh, there are pivotal moments in our life where we have a change in direction, where we get to learn again, we get to start over, and we get to just reconsider life in its fullness from that 30,000 foot view. And we thank you for the story of Jacob. We thank you that we get to peer into a large amount of his life and we're able to walk with him through the scripture text. And I thank you for this bizarre story, the story where he gets to meet God face to face, his name changes, his walk changes, and his destiny changes. God, I think some of us are in that place 
this morning, we find ourselves, we feel like the wind has changed. Uh, on our face, we have felt it. We've sensed it. Uh, circumstances have caused us to be at a place of pause. Uh, we've been praying, but we're not getting any answers. We've been researching and not coming up with anything substantial. We find ourselves in the same place where Jacob is. We want to know what's ahead. And we thank you that, just like Jacob, there are times where you cause us to stop running, to stop scheming, to stop building, and to slow down. And so, God, I pray that all of us would have a change of posture this morning, that we would slow down, that we would trust in the long obedience in the right direction work that your spirit does within us. God, I thank you that when things are taken away from us, like it was with Jacob, at times that's not a punishment, that's not a correction in our lives. What that is is an opportunity for us to live wisely. And so God, for those of us who have struggled with maybe some responsibilities taken from us or a promotion that was not realized or a job opportunity that didn't seem to pan out or leadership responsibilities that have been handed off to other people, God, we are tempted today to think that maybe we're being punished. Uh, we're being um, held without because of something that we've done. And that might be the case. God, I know that there's other reasons why. And the other reasons are simply because it's time for us to make a change of posture. And so, God, I pray that you would teach us how to walk instead of run, how to be and to be brought low instead of uh, to be proud and to compete. Allow us to understand your grace in this moment. I pray for my friends who are really are in a, in a season of bewilderment, the valley of decision. Things are truly not as they used to be. God, I pray that we would not be discouraged, but that you would encourage us, that you'd fill us with enthusiasm, and that we'd relish these slow moments with you and with others so that we, we can rejoice in all circumstances and praise you in all things. So God, be the Lord of our lives, particularly in the times of our lives when we have to slow down, we have to make a change. Be near to us because your nearness to us is for our good. So be a good God to us today and speak to us the wisdom of this moment. I ask in Jesus' name. Amen.